Welcome to Dimension X Podcast, an audio journey, not into sight, but definitely into sound and occasionally into your mind. During the next several moments, we will discuss things related to horror, science fiction, the macabre, suspense, the unusual, the unknown, the bizarre, and the truly strange and weird. Relax, turn the volume up on your listening device, pour some of your favorite drinks, and get ready to come along for the ride. Adventures in time and space, told in future Welcome to episode one of Dimension X Podcast. Episode one, our pilot, our debut, our beautiful entry into your lives and your eardrums will be focused on none other than the cult classic, yet highly underrated film, Brain Scan. Yes. Great choice. Great pick from, from you. I did agree with the choice. You, It was good. It was a mutual agreed decision it's the choice of a new generation it is it is well welcome to the show i am one half of the hosts Artie, and the other half is me i'm the other ying to the yang the 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 paul to the john spencer that's me the hall to the oats the garfunkel to the simon that, those all work or maybe two paul simons in a perfect world that's true nobody yeah. wants to be our garfunkel no but make no mistake this is not a podcast about paul simon it is dimension x podcast and we are going to talk about the movie brain scan which is absolutely amazing and by talking about the movie brain scan you're talking about a lot of things in association you are talking about eddie furlong who doesn't love a good furlong I love a good furlong. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? You'd be crazy. You're talking about a great soundtrack featuring amazing bands like the Butthole Surfers and Primus. Yep. Who is main one of our main characters, uh, favorite band, mm-hmm. as you'll find out. And you're talking about teen angst. You're talking about unexplained murders in your community. And you're talking about a whole lot of promotional adverts for Aerosmith's Get a Grip a album. A lot of those. A lot of those mixed in with video games. It's a, it's a hot thing. The mid-90s. Video games are, are booming. Only getting better. So stir that around in that, that, in a pot. In that pot there. Cook it up for a while. You've got a recipe for an amazing 90s horror film. You do. And it aged well. We love it now just as much as we loved it then. Mm-hmm. And it's still relevant. I mean, all jokes aside, the content to it is powerful. It is. It and is. It's timeless. So with that being said, we're about to dissect a movie that does have a cult following, but yet is strangely under the radar still. So for that interesting juxtaposition and push and pull, we chose this movie for that reason. Yep. And we chose the right movie. This we is did. an awesome way to start because it crosses all these genres and these, you know, checks off all these boxes for something that does have a wide reach. So whether you like Eddie Furlong or video games or, um, the the variety of things we just mentioned you're you're going to be interested in this movie yep, yep. so 
we hope that if you've seen it, you will have a good time following us and being here in spirit and in honor as we pay tribute to this film. And we hope that we represent your feelings well. And if you haven't seen it, we hope that we inspire you enough to pick up a copy on eBay, which is is an, an affordable way to go for only a few bucks, and put it into your VHS player and, and give it a spin because it's it's an amazing, amazing watch. And chances are you'll you'll even watch it way more than once or twice yeah yeah hopefully you should if you haven't seen it check it out we highly suggest watching this if in a scale of like five stars we give it maybe 25 stars way beyond the max we would just take it take it all the way 25 so many stars so check it out and with that being said let's tell them about it a little bit and if they can't watch it right this second let's let's walk you through it Artie, what's this movie all about i'm gonna keep it brief I love briefs. I'm going to take off my briefs and keep it brief. Now I'm interested. <laughs> Long story short, Eddie Furlong is in a crazy car accident that it's so tragic that they give it to you in the beginning of the movie. And you find out he grew up without a mother and is obsessed with horror movies and the horror lifestyle. And within this time is into video games as most kids are in the early 90s. Him and his buddy find this game called Brain Scan, get it mailed to him, and to find out that it's this very intense uh, psychological murder game where you actually are the killer. Are you not? Who knows? Maybe. And Eddie Furlong brings us in this adventure of love, voyeurism, lust, <laughs> uh, horror movies, and uh, to find out if this game is actually real life or not is he really killing people uh keeping the souvenirs um is the trickster really there messing with his head uh and that i will i will leave it at that because i don't want to spoil it for those who haven't seen it but uh it's a it's an interesting thrill ride with with some comic relief and horror sci-fi and yeah i probably could do a better version of explaining it i thought that was awesome i loved it okay good so i mean if it if i matter that's all that's all that matters i'm talking to you right now yeah so that's i'm technically the only one here yes so that was cool i agree okay yeah i agree i think that's amazing job yeah you have eddie furlong he gets a video game in the mail puts it in plays it and starts killing people Mm -hmm. and it's very unclear if it's real or not yep it looks real all of it in his perspective it's a very real game but then he thinks the game's over comes back, wakes up the next day, and finds out that it could be real. Yeah. You know? Artie, thank you for arguably the best synopsis of BrainScan ever put on a digital media. Thank you. Sure, welcome. Hey, I got an awesome idea. What's up? I think that we should talk about the characters in this film. Let's do it. Oh, I can't wait. You want to start it with your, your main man, number one? Thank you. You're a good friend for letting me call first dibs. Take it. Of course, I want to just let you know that Eddie Furlong is the man, and I love him for a long time. You do. That's a little pun. <laughs> it's meta. It's me- it is meta. I don't know if it is or not. I still don't understand what meta means, but Eddie Furlong is amazing in Brain Scan, and this, oddly enough, is strangely similar to who he was in Terminator 2, yep. John Connor. We see John Connor in Terminator 2 wearing a public enemy t-shirt and flannel Mm -hmm. and being a badass stealing money from the ATM with Budnick from Salute Your Shorts and riding away on a dirt bike. Now, fast forward some years later and he's a 
young adult in the similar kind of getup and the similar kind of mindset. And unfortunately, he doesn't have a dirt bike, but he does have a scooter. He does have a scooter. He's mm-hmm. Still keeping it on two wheels. Absolutely. And if you liked him in Terminator 2, which you need to get your head checked if you didn't, he was incredible. You will like him now because he's the same kid. Yeah. In the same universe. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. And then as you go along in life, you see him in Pecker, you see him in Detroit Rock City, which is an amazing primer to get into the band Kiss, which you should like Kiss, I think. I will not go there because I will talk about kiss all night. So, <laughs> um, we won't go there, but yeah, Eddie Furlong's awesome in this. So yeah. great job, Eddie. Thank you so much for your work here. It was amazing. Now I, I know you and I know who you're going to talk about. Yeah. We'll talk about the trickster. Yes. T Ryder Smith. He's a great, uh, monster we'll say in this movie. And, uh, you know, he's, he's funny. He's scary, creepy, weird, uh, a good dresser let's talk about his dietary uh you know regime. <laughs> i think it was a raw chicken mm-hmm. banana with uh, some a mustard condiment dipping sauce on it a lot of hot dog pieces all over the place yeah it was an interesting meal um <laughs> but yeah he, he was great uh other stuff he's been in uh video games tv shows one other thing uh to connect to nickelodeon uh an episode of are you afraid of the dark yeah um so that's awesome too but yeah he's he's great he's a great um you know, an addition to, to this movie to go along with Eddie Furlong and push, push him into committing the acts and following, you know, his instructions on how to beat the game. So yeah, he was great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amazing. Amazing job. Thanks T Ryder Smith. Yep. Thank, thank you. Arthur Smith, the third. Thank you. Spencer Dorsey. Great, great uh, bloodline. And then let's talk about Frank Langella who was played Dracula once. Yes. Yep. And in this movie, he plays a detective who is out to crack the case and get underneath who's killing all these people. Yeah. Detective Hayden. Hayden. Yeah. And he is pretty convincing. I feel like he would make a good detective. Yeah. Yeah. He follows his own rules at some times. Doesn't, doesn't follow the book. Don't they all? He, he, uh, you know, he, he holds it down. Yeah. Good job to him. And it's nice to have a name like, like his in this. It gives it some credibility. You got somebody who played Dracula yeah. in your film. In other movies too, The Box. Yeah, Richard Kelly. The Box is cool. I'm, I think, the biggest Donnie Darko fan in the this big, universe. Yeah, the biggest one I know. Yeah, and, and uh, I thought The Box was cool. And I think that uh, Frank Langella is also cool. And I'm glad he's in this movie. Looking up other people involved in this movie, the uh, the writer, Andrew Kevin Walker, has done some stuff which surprised me. To name some of the things we've got, uh, he did a Tales from the Crypt episode. Awesome. Which is cool, right with before... With Billy Zane. He did the Well-Cooked the, Hams one. With Billy Zane, okay. Which I have on VHS, and it's an awesome episode. That's it, that We're going to have to dive into Tales from the Crypt on future episodes. Uh, those would be fun ones. Yeah. Um, what else did he do? He did he wrote seven, mm-hmm. uh, eight millimeter. That Nicholas Cage who doesn't film Nicky Cage. Couple other movies. Uh, the one being the Wolfman, two thousand ten. Uh, it had some names in it like uh, Emily Blunt. So you know he's done some stuff and some uncredited stuff that caught my eye. Uh, apparently he was involved with Fight Club. Um, not credited, but as the script doctor and the same for stir of echoes, the game and event horizon. Um, so some other notable movies that, uh, 
he's been involved with. So that's kind of interesting because uh, this, this was his brainchild right here, brain scan. Mm-hmm. And uh, good, good work, Andrew Kevin Walker. Mm-hmm. So, Artie, what are your early memories of this film? When I first saw this, uh, I... I remember being in just like a VHS rental store um, back with uh, with my dad. We'd pick out a movie to watch. And uh, I remember just kind of stumbling into the horror section and seeing the case, the box. Um, kind of had this cool picture of uh, the trickster creepy face kind of eating uh, Eddie Furlong. Something about it just jumped out of me and uh, said, I want this. And... Um, brought it home and and i i was hooked after just seeing seeing that it was you know at a time where you could just pick a movie off of a off the case off of the cover art and uh you know and be a fun adventure and you never know what you'd get so that that's what sold me into into seeing this movie for the first time how about you well for me i remember being really impressed with the fact that this was made for outcasts like the main characters weren't your typical characters they were the black sheep they were the you know the bad seeds they were the ones on the outskirts of things and at the core of it they're just kids that love horror movies yeah so it's a horror movie about kids that love horror movies and it is a real gift to the genre because it caters to the audience that well yeah and i think it has a wide reach because whether you're someone who is really into video games or really into alternative rock music or horror movies you're kind of all cut from the same cloth in a way you're somebody that wants to stay inside (laughs) yeah you know you don't want to venture out into the world around you necessarily and i i really like that about the movie and the staying power of it is for a lot of reasons but i i truly think that's one of the main pillars of this of this movie and yeah it's it's really something special yeah a great movie i agree so Artie, you went to college i did what was that like? It was okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Did you learn a lot? Some stuff. Cool. I think. Cool. So if you needed to study a textbook or a something, would you ever use Cliff Notes? No. Mm. Maybe. No. But maybe if you did, you would have done better. That's true. Yeah. That's a good a good point. For those who want to cut corners... Get cliff notes. Exactly. You know, a little insider tip. It's like a cheat code for a book or, or in this case for a movie, because that's what this next segment's all about. It's like cliff notes, cliff notes, cliff notes. Not that you're on a cliff taking notes necessarily. Not that. I wonder why they're called that. That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe the guy's name was Cliff. He's just making notes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've read that book. Yeah. That's my Cliff impression. So if you've seen the movie, hopefully you dig the fact that we're going to talk about the stuff that stood out to us enough to take note mm-hmm. of it in our little composition books when we watched it Yes, just now, just recently. Hopefully you think it's cool and we great minds think alike. Maybe you also noticed the same things about the movie you know, that we did. Yeah. Or maybe you've never seen the movie and then it will just spoil it about 48 times for you. in this next segment, and you're welcome. Yes. Now I like to drink as do I. Yes. A lot. As a matter of fact, <laughs> safely, of course, there's no vehicles or we are responsible. Yeah. No critical thinking being executed here. I'm not, I'm not operating heavy machinery. 
Sometimes. Well, this microphone. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's a little. It is a little heavy. So, uh, I mean, we're good here. We're we're drinking safely, and f- something we want to throw out there, if you're down for it, is a little recommended drinking. Yep. To go along with brain scan. Do you want to take it? Sure. Throw it out there. Sure. Well, put yourself in Eddie Furlong's shoes. You're you're checking out this new video game, and you're you're killing people, but you're waking up unaware that you did it. Yes. Ki- kind of like your mind has been erased. Oh. Yes. Yes. That is what I would like to recommend to you to drink while you watch Brain Scan. The mind eraser. The mind eraser. Now, what's in a mind eraser? I'm glad you asked. So, a mind eraser is something that is delicious mm-hmm. and good for you because there's Kahlua in it and Kahlua... <laughs> has vitamins and nutrients. The way that you make this drink is you get a, a glass or a chalice or a drinking apparatus mm-hmm. of your choice. You fill it to the top with ice. And for those of you who don't know, it's frozen water. You can yes. get it out of your freezer, uh, out of your ice cube tray, or maybe you have one of those fancy ice cube makers that make the ice. It's on its own. Yep, ice. Or, or maybe you're at your mom's house and you have that cool thing where you can put the cup up to it and the ice comes out of the door. You don't even have to open the door. Those are great. I know. No, no one our age has them yet. I don't have one. This is a parent's thing. It's, I would love one. That's what comes with old age. Like, hey, you know, I really made it in life. Like, because <laughs> I have an ice maker in my you fridge earn the door. right. Yeah, like you, you earn, you earned it, man. Like, if we get it now, we're dicks. That's true. We're way too young, and I would be like, this guy's a dick. Like. Who does he think he is jumping the gun <laughs> with his I- automatic ice maker yeah. and dispenser? Uh, if you're oh, if you're not over the age of fifty and you have that, what in the shit is wrong with you? Yeah, come on, you're spoiled. Yeah, shame on you. So we we have the uh, blue trays that you fill up, the old school plastic ones, and I never refill them. Yeah, same. I don't know why. I just don't want to ever do it. Yep. I'm scarred because I think at some point I was putting them away and water spilled everywhere, and now I just don't want anything to do with you it. You don't want to mess with it. No, I don't want to get water all over the floor. Yeah. It's a lot of water, too. You yeah. don't realize it. I don't have good balance. Yeah. You have to I'm, be very still. I'm bad with stacking them. Because yeah, if you yeah. stack them the wrong way, the other just knocks all the water out of the bottom one. Yeah. And yeah, I'm the same. So I just don't do it. S- same. Yeah. So anyway, so going back a little bit here. So the point is you put ice in a, in a glass all the way to the top. And then you want to put in uh, so, some Kahlua. Some vodka. Vanilla vodka. Vanilla vodka is what we've been told. Yeah. Um, I've had it, I, I don't think, I, with normal vodka is fine, but if you want to be, you know, super legit, if you're over the age of 50 and you have your <laughs> fancy refrigerator, you want to do it right. And your flavored vodkas. Yeah. Anybody over the age of 50, please use vanilla vodka. Anybody who's a millennial. <laughs> just or, use or the Gen plastic X. bottle stuff. Yeah. If you're Gen X or if you're a millennial. <laughs> Just vodka's fine. And then uh, you put two ounces of both, and then you top it off with club soda Mm -hmm. and stir it around. And there you go. You have a delicious drink that'll make you forget the fact that you you may have killed a lot of people in your community. So check your freezer, and you'll understand what happened. Yeah. So there you go. Make your mind eraser. We'll give you a sec. Okay. Good (laughs) job. Welcome back. Welcome back. You've made it. Have a sip, enjoy it, and let's do our next segment, which is brain scan cliff notes. Because if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. <laughs> I saw that on a No Fear shirt, which was being worn the same year this came out. So it's, it's appropriate. It all goes full circle, man. Grab your favorite No Fear shirt, yep. make a mind eraser. Yeah, and get ready to <laughs> explore brain scan cliff notes. 
Dun, dun, dun. So we open up the film. There's a lot of sweat. A lot of sweat. A Too lot. much sweat? Maybe. He's really... He's really sweaty. There's a lot of sweat overall throughout this whole film. And, and there's a hard start. Real hard start. We Real even wrote down hard, hard start. start. It takes you to a dark place, you know? Oh, yeah. And it really has nothing to do with the movie. Not so much. His limp... Maybe yeah. you know, but still, it's it's a real emotional start to this film. It sure is. Now, speaking of emotions, his best friend Kyle calls him Sausage Dick. <laughs> right? Yeah, yes, that's a fact. That's not an opinion. That's that a, is. That's a I, bona fide fact. It is a bona fide fact. Is that good or bad? Well, this is a really good question. A really good question. I'm going to take, <laughs> I don't know. Are we, what kind of sausage are we talking? Let's break down. Are we talking like a breakfast link, a little rinky dink sausage? Are we talking a fatty Italian, you know, dice it up, put it on your pizza sausage? Cause that just kind of brings you in the direction. Does he, is, you know, and you eat sausage. So him saying sausage dick <laughs> to his buddy, is that insinuating that he like, wants to eat his dick? Correct. I mean, <laughs> maybe there's a lot there's a lot of questions this one goes deep we're gonna have just a whole complete episode on our take on a sausage dick yeah so we don't know the verdict's still out call in with your thoughts yeah and opinions if you have a sausage dick of your own please send pictures directly to spencer email him drop him in he will review them all yeah if you have any questions or comments Please dial into one five 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 fear. We talked about it. We we wrote it down. Coolest room. He does have the. He coolest. does have the coolest room. Kitchen, dope, video game surround sound, multi monitor computer system. And there's a giant pillar from floor to ceiling of water with bubbles in it. Yeah, like he just said, fuck the lava lamp. I want a giant <laughs> pillar from floor to ceiling with bubbles in I it. I feel like you would have to get that installed by a professional too. Like that wouldn't be something you hook up and plug in on your own. He had to like have somebody come in and put that in there. And what's the purpose of that thing? It looked it fucking cool. Makes it look like it's a Brookstone yeah. advert for yeah, man. some type of thing. It was it was good. Yeah, I'm, it was I'm pretty cool. Jealous of that room. Window to girl. So this is cool. His uh, love interest, his high school crush, his girl that he's infatuated with is literally his neighbor and she undresses in the window. Giving him a show. Giving him a show that she he knows. films. She likes it. This one is a little bit hard to to make sense of. It yeah. does seem like she knows that he's watching and that she's into it and she clearly is kind of into him too. It seems like it's consensual. It seems mm -hmm. like it's cool. Yeah. This one's cool. This one, it was okay. Not that creepy. Not that. Although I know. Okay. So if you were him and you have a, a open window into this chick that you super dig that you're crushing on hard as a kid in school, would you film it? I mean, this is a, I guess. Yeah. If I had a tripod and a camera. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a, yeah, yeah, I yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Are we creeps? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But this is a time where creeping on people is is acceptable uh does she know the camera's on her yes she does buddies forever is a saying between kyle and michael mm -hmm. it's pretty sweet yeah it's heartwarming yeah yep shows their friendship buddies from forever. the beginning yeah yep 
Too bad that friendship might get a little complex when one of them kills the other one. Yep. Spoiler alert. There is a spoiler alert, but you got to get rid of one of the witnesses. Yeah, buddies forever in life and in death. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how I feel about you. <laughs> yeah, that's how buddies it is. Forever. Buddies forever, bro. I'm going to kill your ass, but you're still my buddy forever. And take my cool uh, necklace. You don't usually wear jewelry, but if you wore a cool necklace after I killed you, I would definitely confiscate it. The day it. I wear that necklace is when you're allowed to kill me. Oh, wow. It's really <laughs> forward. <laughs> so <laughs> I have it on right now. this one's awesome so we wanted we took note of this and we enjoyed brain scan recently and educated ourselves on the film and collected our thoughts we took note of of this following piece of information how did the first call to brain scan because you call in how did the first call in the brain scan give a seizure to Michael <laughs> yeah. and also give him lip gloss at yeah. the same time? That, that he just suddenly goes into this t- trance. Which is not funny. Seizures are not cool. Not you know, cool. But the lip gloss thing is pretty funny and yeah, cool. He comes out of it, like, his I think li- sweaty, too. He's I think always he sweaty. Always sweaty there. And his lips are so glossy. Yeah, dude. like, you know, they're trying to feel out their makeup line and they're like, Here's our sample of lip gloss. The the whoever did makeup on this film really laid that on thick. They had a lot of s- sweat makeup, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. And lip gloss, so they didn't they didn't want to skip out on it. No way. And Michael is in a horror club and they watch horror movies in the school, which is amazing. I wish that was real. Mm-hmm. God, I wish that was real. Yeah, that's it seemed fun. They had interesting films. Dude, I'd be in a horror club now as like a full on adult. Yeah. That just watched horror movies with a bunch of other people. Yeah. It'd probably be cool nowadays. We should start a horror club. I think you just had a genius moment. You just got lightning in a bottle. There it is. I think you just had an I'm I have a boner. We can record this. We and do watch a, movies. We do need a horror club. So th- it's just started. It's official. It's official. You heard it first right here. Horror club form. Join us. All are welcome. <laughs> they watch a movie called Death, Death, Death Part 2. Mm-hmm. And hey, Artie, when we looked into that, what's this? What's the reality? That was made for the movie. It doesn't exist. There is no part one. Or part two. Unfortunately. Or part two. But yeah, they went straight for the sequel. Yeah. It looked kind of interesting. I would want to make that an episode, but unfortunately we can't. That's just a little, uh, little Hollywood magic. Yeah. Inquiring minds want to know, Hey, that movie that they watched in horror club and brain scan called death, death, death part two. Is that real or fake? And yes, sources say it is fake. 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 (laughs) So another thing is he downgraded from a dirt bike to a scooter, being that he rode a dirt bike in Terminator 2, and now he's riding a, riding a shitty Honda scooter that like a pizza delivery guy would use yeah. in 1994. Yeah, yeah. Damn. That's like probably just that suburban life, you know, living in the Northeast somewhere. I think I read that the uh, area code of the number is like a Pennsylvania one near Harrisburg. It feels very PA-ish. So, you know, the scooter, I guess. Hey, we're from PA. Well, we lived there yeah. for a long time. I could totally see this happening to us in real life. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's nothing else to do. Let's play a video game and kill kill our friends. Yeah. And then where's dad? Why is he an asshole? Where is dad? He's gone. Ow, I, he barely even shows up. Yeah, no dad, mom, you know, R.I.P., and then uh, the custom busy signal, you know, we know you love that. Yes, yes. How do you get that? Is that Was that a thing at some point? Can you get that now? Probably not. Freezer burn on the foot. 
So the foot. Yeah, so the foot had to have been in there for a little while. That's a great way to start off a sentence. Freezer burn on the foot. No one knows what that means. So <laughs> yeah. I guess a little bit of context is after one of his kills, he chops on the foot, puts it in the fridge, and there's freezer burn on the foot. Yep, yep. That's to determine if the if he really killed it or was it just the game. But yeah, you see it. He takes out the foot, and there is freezer burn. It's so funny. Like they went to a measure, a respectable measure to make the foot freezer burned and look real. Mm -hmm. But yet, uh, Michael's character is covered in lip gloss for an unknown reason. Why would they even make it look like that? They could have just put the foot in there like fresh. Yeah. Would it have enough time to get freezer burned if he just killed the guy last night? It was like a a few hours later. His freezer is really cold. He needs to turn the dial. Like I hate that when that happens. You know, he's got it a little too high up. We do too. And I don't know why I never turn it down. Well, I forget that you can learn, learn from Michael's mistakes. Learn from the burn. Yep. freezer burn that's right (laughs) uh special effects just enough or too much i think we just hit on that organically so why why go to that yeah why is the trickster underrated we don't know that's That's, part of the magic yeah that's the the question of the year Uh, this is the question this whole podcast yeah yeah why is he not a household name in horror we don't know but if you go to horror convention or deep into the horror underground a lot of people know about the trickster. So next horror convention, you'll see Spencer and I there dressed up as the trickster. A cool guy. Come say hey. That's us. The, the two, dude. The two guys that look like the trickster. The dude loves Primus and eating gross food. Yep, like bananas and mustard. I had a friend like that growing up. And raw chicken. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's strikingly real, you know? <laughs> and we wrote and talked about this throughout the podcast a little too much. Is this a giant Aerosmith advert? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, short answer is yes. I feel like solely from this movie, it helped Aerosmith's career. So you're welcome, Aerosmith. That's true. Michael Burns clothes, is, and we, I really, we were wondering, can forensic science get evidence from ashes? Because uh, uh, allegedly they went there in this movie without, a, and he snuck it out of the house too, which is effed up. Yeah, like he <laughs> went, he went in. Mr. Nice Cop Guy, while he's away, is like, oh, I'm going to help myself to these ashes because you freshly <laughs> yeah, burned like, something. In the 90s, what, did you not have to explain evidence? Like, yeah. like what, how would it even hold up? Like, oh, I stole these ashes out of the kid's house where I had no search warrant, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Like, I just helped myself. Uh, oh, by the way, Judge, I hear these ashes that yeah, I did test like, on. And yeah, can you get the the dna from the you know wouldn't it be destroyed or i hope to god that one day a scientist hears this and somehow <laughs> contacts us and lets us know the answer yeah so because my uh, my add is is going to prevent me from ever finding out this answer <laughs> yeah. even though it's within arm's reach i i don't want to type it it's, i'd rather a scientist tell me yeah when we need that verification anyway, i'm not going to believe what the no. internet says why use a smartphone when i could make friends with a scientist i want proof i and want communicate scientific forensic knowledge from a real human being let us know not some piece of crap samsung mobile device we want the real deal i want a piece of crap human (laughs) i want a dickhead scientist (laughs) tell me (laughs) tell me the truth the scientist has to be a dickhead though um (laughs) (laughs) was double flannel ever a thing i i didn't wear a lot of flannel i'm wearing some now you are are you? Yeah, underneath this, oh, this underneath crew the, neck, dude. Under, oh, there it is. I'm showing you a little nip slip. You don't have to take all your clothes oh, off. sorry, man. You could just have... <laughs> you just needed to show me the one thing, but... I'm just really excited. 
your pants could have stayed on. They're flannel too. It's all flannel. <laughs> it's tattooed on you. Check out this flannel underpants. They look good. Thanks, they man. Look good. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. For the listeners at home, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. So was it everything? We don't know. We're not really a fashionable duo here. But they were pushing flannel boundaries in this film. In this film, they were. They said, "Hey, we're gonna." Sh- we had the Aerosmith, the po- Crooked Posters, over m- overuse of flannel. We're gonna do it all. We're not holding back. Yeah, and that's it. That's it, man. So there's a heavy B-roll of Michael's room. Like, we see a lot of the room. There are a lot of cutaways to just objects, posters, scary things, you know, Aerosmith posters, I feel like, at one point. Alice Cooper on the fridge. It was cool. Little, you know, little uh, maybe unnecessary, but I guess it was just to set the mood on what Michael's life was like, what he stared at at a regular basis. What's your favorite part of the room? Well, it's a tie between the refrigerator and Igor, the talking virtual uh, computer assistant. I, and he killed his friend, and there's evidence on a Swanson macaroni and cheese. Oh, yes, the this, this Swanson, Canadian Swanson. Can you imagine that dude, like, killing your friend and putting a, one of his body parts on a macaroni and cheese <laughs> box in your freezer? Like, <sighs> And just, a- like, eh, I guess it, he whatever, like coma he's in when he's in that kill mode and he just doesn't care just the freezer throws it right in doesn't matter who I or wonder, what you are why is he keeping a body part i guess that's part of like he's a serial killer thing. yeah i feel like even the trickster did say like take a souvenir oh that's right thank you, you know? for clarifying and uh just to that's fucked up <laughs> that's <laughs> like the trickster just pu- pushes take a souvenir because that's actually a serial killer thing yeah yeah and wow. he and he does it for uh, is it all of his victims yeah yeah yeah, yeah it is yeah yeah so you know wow good job good job movie it's so hey that's why it's 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 fun it's just it's got it's not. It's nothing crazy, you know. We, it's slightly crazy. It is. I guess you're right. But it's a video game that makes him kill his friends for, and take their body parts as souvenirs. Yeah. If that's not crazy to you, I might be concerned for my own not life. Not crazy at all. I think. I think that's completely normal. That's a normal Saturday night, dude. <laughs> yeah. What have you been doing? Oh uh, shit, me. I don't know. Just hanging out. <laughs> been on eBay a lot. Um, you know, watching VHS tapes in my garage. I, I guess c- I collect different souvenirs. You know what I mean? <laughs> like people's parts but i just i feel like you know there's little things about that 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 were good you know oh, shit dude speaking of which you said it was french canadian the macaroni and cheese this was filmed in canada was it i yeah. didn't i didn't see that but that makes sense they needed they needed something in there Some, it was cheaper yeah yeah, yeah canadian that makes sense thank you canada for your cheap uh filming rates yep, yep. you're uh, all the all that and you're your macaroni impacting and cheese. american culture with your affordable rates for filming yep and your universal health care will help me when my best friend chops off my foot and kills me yep see good luck yeah thanks getting to canada i hope you kill me that'd be cool (laughs) um aerosmith concert 
bus tour on back of newspaper aerosmith concert <laughs> oh, bus tour i forgot Remember, that's what it's called yeah like see? so they are a big deal there aerosmith concert bus tour like what the what fuck does that mean what is that called what a, a, an aerosmith concert bus tour do they drive out on stage in the bus and exit it is the concert inside the bus there's a lot of questions that need answering but clearly wherever this was in pennsylvania New Jersey. I read something about similarities somewhere in New Jersey, but yeah. wherever this is, Aerosmith is a big deal. Yeah, it's like, dude, they're coming and they got a bus. You know? <laughs> so the bus Aerosmith tour. concert bus tour, like you know, I'm gonna, concert bus will be here. I'm gonna take both my crooked posters down <laughs> for them to sign it, and then hang them back up even more crooked. <laughs> yeah, Steven Tyler will love it. Uh, <laughs> what happened to lead female role? She was. Seemed like a pretty good actress. We yeah, don't know. We don't. Well, I guess we could have looked. I don't. Did I, you fuck check the her internet. Out? I don't want yeah. to be those guys looking up shit on the internet. Yeah. You know, like just we can do it, but whatever. Other people can do it too if they want to know. I guess the point is that there's a lot of decent acting in this, and it. Yeah. It, it just exists here. Yeah. There's not a lot of other stuff that some of these people did, sadly. So, will evidence hold up in court about the ashes? We talked about that. It's important to, to hit on. Was there a second note about that? Yeah, I really we wanted to know. I still, I still want to know. But I think so. we, we're looking at this like we are straight. We want to be FBI agents, like really dissect the police work here. Yeah, you, you know, know, like clearly this cop isn't playing by the book. You know, so now we have to step in and make sure. But they're doing quality police you work. Know. Yeah, they well, maybe except for the manhunt they had toward the end. Forming a neighborhood watch, question mark. Yeah, and they go for that manhunt, which he does advise people to not bring yeah. weapons, and they do anyway. So one of the notes we took, which is awesome now and amazing, is when was Get a Grip released? And <laughs> the answer is April 20th, 1993. I did not Google there that right no the second, but I did... Look into it. No, don't lie. You I know that it off. an hour and a half ago. So what? <laughs> um, Ken Forensics find blood and ashes. Congratulations. It's the fourth time That's that we've <laughs> written about the and forensics I, and I brain like scan. It's been one scene that that happens in, but we're like, <laughs> we're really we're, stuck on it. We were, I think at the credit scene, still talking about making Dude, these notes. I will die and take this to my grave that I will be like, I need to know the real answer. <laughs> So, so we call in we need to know this was your notes this is this is cool eddie furlong invented ai alexa and google voice he did with uh, igor yeah watch it and it'll all make sense <laughs> this part's so weird and funny the triple scream wake up where it's like so oh, cheesy yeah. where it's like <laughs> 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 that was like what right. when is that ever okay to do in a movie i, I think one scream <laughs> <laughs> i think one scream was sufficient but they did a triple scream he was they were like we need to get real like poetic cinematic like, oh it's good it's yeah it's a little too much they could have pulled back only complaint and dude there is Again, I have to say the disclaimer. I am not talking negative about Brain Scan. I would never do that because I'm not an asshole. This movie's amazing, and we it, love this movie. We love this movie, but <laughs> there's very bad CGI in the last scene, which the, doesn't oh, fit. Yeah. And the film goes so grainy. Yeah. Where I swear to God, I think if I were a betting man, which I am, I would bet actual money on this. I think that they forgot either a forgot to film that scene b lost the footage of that scene c ran out of money and needed to film that scene mm -hmm. or d some other wild card thing but this is definitely like a drag and drop 
thing where yeah. the whole grade of film is it, is is shit. It gets yeah it for gets that clip gnarly there. Yeah. So something's up. Like they something's up, and you're a film guy. What the fuck? I that I you know it's un, un, uh, put it with the FBI evidence files. I'm not, you know, we don't know. Maybe it's fucking burned. Maybe it's burned in there. Yeah. Maybe the real film was, burned, was burned in the fire and they, they needed to do a cheap reshoot. <laughs> this part's funny. So why is the keg so small at the, at the party? Yeah. The typical how how are you going to have a rager like that yeah, and the, have the, like the baby keg, the half I, keg. I do like that kind of though. Cause yeah. I feel like these kids are so not with it that they'd be like, Oh, the that, one girl that, was like drinking wine, I think, too. Yeah, it did seem like a lame party. Yeah, but who cares? It the, the chick you're into is at it, you know. It, they had fun. I yeah. think Kyle met had a little love interest at the end. Spoiler alert! But ooh, what is the end dog scene? So that's oh, that. Really, yeah, that's cool. That like, that was interesting. Uh, it gave I think like right after the credits started, the trickster says something like, "It's not over yet," and then it shows. Uh, a dog that makes a numerous number of cameos yeah carrying uh, another the, foot the souvenir the foot from the original kill so does that mean that That's that awesome. really happened you know that is an interesting i love that man it's like i the way i remember and i absolutely could be wrong is I feel like the credits roll, they're over, and then we see the dog yeah, with it the was, foot, right? Yeah, it's like after the credits, somewhere... Colleen, my girlfriend, for those of you who don't know Colleen, um, like every movie we see in the theater, she wants to stay till after the credits to see if there's like a little clip. Yeah. And I always get like, not frustrated, but like, you know, I'm always like, oh, come on, let's go. I've waited for those and have seen nothing and then got mad. If you <laughs> went to see Brain Scan on April 22nd, 1994, opening weekend, mm -hmm. and you waited till after the credits rolled, you were going to see a foot, a decapitated foot in a dog's mouth, and, and the dog ran off. Yeah, yeah. So now, you take that a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, what, is what, what happened? Yeah. Oh, uh, the soundtrack is amazing to this movie also. There's White Zombie. There's Butthole Surfers, Tad, Mud Honey, and Primus. Primus, yeah. Trickster comes out of this mofo blasting Primus, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. I'm not a super Primus fan, but I like, they're rad and that's, they're awesome. And right. if I were Trickster, that's, that's very fitting. Yeah, yeah. And he is Primus. You know, a solid soundtrack. Still, no Aerosmith. Too expensive. But, you Too know, expensive. They had it covered in other ways. If they got Aerosmith song in there, this movie would have made probably $35. <laughs> yeah. Gross. After they paid <laughs> off those douchebags. Right? <laughs> no offense, Aerosmith, but you guys might be a little douchey. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty safe to say. Yeah. Although they are still the original lineup. That is cool. Man, I Go like them. Go I them. respect that. Is this movie due for a remaster? Or is it better on VHS format? That's, that's a good question. Uh... It's for me. It's tough to answer. I'm kind of on on the fence on this one because I I love the original, you know, on VHS version of it, popping it in, seeing the the quality of of uh, of it when it was made, um, and just it's kind of perfect as it is. But at the same time, the uh, the the movie nerd that I am, I would love to see some kind of like commentary or deleted scenes or you know some extra bonus stuff that that the, the remastered edition would have so it's 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 tough because I, I love it how it is you know but yeah but the extras would be kind of cool 
Oh, totally. Totally. How about you? What do you, what's your side of that? I'm super biased because I love the VHS format and it's so much fun to collect. Uh, I'm holding in my hand. I'm looking at it now. It's right there. It brings back memories, man. Like you said, going to the, the rental store, Blockbuster or Hollywood video and, this specific copy I have is from Blockbuster. You mm-hmm. can buy them, you know, previously viewed. And it's cool, you know, I'll say this. This film came out on VHS right at sort of the end of VHS's heyday and towards the beginning of, like, the dawn of DVD and that whole weird laser disc thing. But it just really fits the format well. And I, I think it it's a match that's perfectly made. And for the people that would want to seek this out i think that vhs does it does it um justice yeah but i'm like you i love the extra stuff and and all that but uh lately i've been watching movies strictly on vhs so uh for me i'm kind of happy with it you know uh the way it is fair enough yeah well brain scan's great movie it is it is and you are a great man you are a better man oh no 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 must be a better man. Curves and covers, she leaves in red. Can't find a better man. I would like to go on record right now and tell you that I hate Pearl Jam. And I did not fart into the chair making sounds. That's but anytime someone says that, no matter, it always, you farted in the other person's eyes. Yep. That was a fart. And our, fart or our, chair our, sound. Our next segment, fart or chair sound. <laughs> <laughs> or Eddie Vedder. Or, yeah. Fart, chair sound, or Eddie Vedder. Trick question. All right. It's all the same Round thing. one. <laughs> fart. That's actually a all three. Fart. Eddie Vedder singing in a chair. A moving chair. A moving chair, which sounds as good as another human farting. <laughs> like, yeah. Just not a Pearl Jam guy, man. I don't care what anybody says. A lot of people have been saying stuff too. So I'm a glad, lot of people been talking about it. I'm better. glad you're not taking it to heart because there's a lot of. Talk. I lost a lot of friends this way, but let me tell you something. Eddie Vedder sucks, and you're um, just digging a deeper hole for yourself, dude. Because dig, dig, dig for your soul. Uh, dig, dig, dig for your soul or bones or something. Dig is in the movie Brain Scan. Is it? Oh, okay. But I refuse to use Google, so I will not tell you what band sang Dig. But it's in there. But you'll find out. Dig, dig, dig. Watch the movie and you'll find out. Just watch Brain Scan. Jesus. All this time you've listened to us, you could have been watching Brain yeah. Scan. You're, you're fucking up. Hey, sorry. Trick, trick question. You lose. <laughs> yeah, you lose this game <laughs> of Brain Scan. Well, those of you who don't know, if you put the Brain Scan in, it's actually, it's not a movie. It's a, it's a game that makes you kill your friends. Yes. Yeah. But don't worry. They're going to live. It's all um, a weird dream or reality but in the very end of it there will be a human foot in a dog's mouth and we will have no answer as to why no answer yeah that's your life how do you like your life (laughs) damn (laughs) sorry bro (laughs) sorry bros and bras that but it's uh real all right what an interactive thrill ride i almost feel like i was in the movie brain scan you were actually you were you were playing did i just kill a lot of people you were seizuring out sweating a bit sorry a lot of lip gloss i gave you that glass of milk sorry sorry downed it immediately i think you're okay ian curtis is my spirit animal so (laughs) too soon (laughs) luckily there are no souvenirs 
spread about well the there's garage. a bunch of there's shreds of hot dogs everywhere <laughs> primus <laughs> is blasting in the corner outside and um yeah and, I, and you're wearing leather pants and there uh, <laughs> there's body parts in my freezer on top of my halo top ice cream which is good for you the ice cream and we ate all the mama celeste pizzas so. we really they're so good but <laughs> they don't have the disc anymore they don't <laughs> the disc that cooks it evenly so my mama celeste was really shitty it tasted bring back the disc it tasted damn it. better with the disc yeah you had the disc it did and mine Lucky was you. great yeah well trickster would have ate his with the disc you know <laughs> he would have yeah so and frozen yeah but you made it through and we really enjoyed having you and you were here in spirit we imagined you right there with us and we hope that you imagined us right there with you because we are connected via our love of this movie connected for life what's up next what's what's episode two well we're, we will be talking about the classic movie the burbs Woo! i have it in my hand on vhs right there, there he is t hanks with the spatula great head of hair looking great and i can connect to him a lot as i you know observe my neighbors and wonder what that crazy house next to me is really doing in their backyard. What are they doing? It's probably a meth house. It's not as exciting as the movie The Burbs, but still worth mentioning. Still could have adventure involved. Voyeurism in this one, too. Maybe that's why we're going to it next, you know? Yes, yes. So We're keeping it connected with the voyeurism. And, you know, who doesn't love Tom Hanks? Who does not love Tom Hanks? <laughs> yeah, if T. Hanks, man. <laughs> so that's episode two. Thanks for joining us in episode one. We love you. We appreciate it. And, um... Let's do it again. Same time, same place, same dimension. Adventures in time and space told in future.